Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. <laughs> I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Rob, let's stick. We, we talked a little bit last hour about Anthony Davis, and we're going to stick with the NBA. Of course, everyone is waiting uh, on this Damian Lillard trade. Fans, executives on other teams. Is it going to happen? Uh, of course, the Miami Heat. We'll see. I think it will. I'm not positive. We'll see. Uh, it just doesn't make sense and, for... And- Portland to bring him back. They want to put the ball in Scoot no, Henderson's I get it. hands. But, but also, I, I think when Kevin Durant said he wanted out, they didn't flinch Brooklyn, and they waited, Chris, because they couldn't get what they wanted at that time. So right. I'm just saying, it might happen, but I don't. it might not happen. I think might, there are a couple it might not of differences. When, it might not happen when they want it to happen. I think there's a couple of differences with that, though. One, the Nets didn't want to trade Durant. No, I get that. Weren't even really open to it. Uh, and obviously, Portland is ready to move on from Dame. And also, Rob, and, and look, I, I still think that the Nets blew it. And I don't know that they would have won the championship. 
Uh, I picked them to get to the finals. You picked them to win. I think to win the championship yep. had they stayed together. Rob, I I don't think Kyrie got more money than he would have gotten had he stayed with the Nets. And I, in fact, I think had he stayed with the Nets and taken them on a deep playoff run alongside Kevin Durant, or who knows, maybe to the finals, I think his value would have been higher. Instead, he went to Dallas. It went south. They didn't play well. Now, he got a nice contract. Uh, what was it, about $130 million over four years. But we all know he's a max player, and he didn't sniff that. And uh, he might have had a better chance of doing that in Brooklyn. So they just self-sabotaged themselves. Injuries hurt them, but there also was a lot of self-sabotage. But that's the difference to me. They were in a position to win a championship or at least compete for one by keeping Durant. Whereas Portland, if they keep Lillard, it's just going to be awkward because they're ready to go young. But I, the, I, I get that, but I don't think you're just going to give them away. Is no, that, that's, no, that's you got to get what you want, and we'll right. see. I mean, they, they haven't – they, they don't want Tyler Hero, it appears, from Miami. And so they're trying to figure out how they can get this done um, with or without Hero in the package. But the point I, I want to make, I brought that up because Richard Jefferson, former player, uh, was a very good player, now obviously a broadcaster with ESPN. And he made a comment about Donovan Mitchell and compared him to Damian Lillard. Here's... Richard Jefferson. I think if they go to the conference finals, I could see that happening. I think that they are definitely a conference finalist like contender. But I think Donovan has to raise his game. He's got to make sure, in my opinion, I say this respectfully, that he doesn't turn into Dame Lillard. Donovan's got to make people around him better. He's got to raise the. He's got to nurture and elevate. No different than Jordan elevated people. The only next step that Donovan can take: less of a volume shooter, more of a game manager, and making people around him better. Well, it's interesting. Um, I want to hear your take on this. Yeah, well, one, I think that I've never thought of Damian Lillard as a guy that doesn't make his teammates better. And here's why. Because when I hear the phrase, doesn't make their teammates better, um, I think of a selfish player that's a gunner. Um. I've never thought of Damian Lillard that way. And, and I don't know that RJ meant it, but that's how it sounded. And he said he said it respectfully. So I, I, I don't think he was trying to insult Damian Lillard. But I have looked at it. Now, Dame is not a Steve Nash or Jason Kidd or LeBron James. He's not like an elite distributor of the ball. He's averaged six and a half assists for his career. And he's a point guard. So that's not like a ton of assists for a point guard. Most he's ever averaged was eight, and that was just one season. Kyrie Irving, similar. You have some point guards like that nowadays. Um, So I've never looked at him as that type of point guard, but I also haven't thought of him as a guy that doesn't really make teammates better. I don't think he's had a championship cast around him. Mm -hmm. Not that he would, you know – I just they went to the, they went to the Western Conference he, Finals, Chris. Without, yeah, I mean, and I think did they get swept? They got swept, the, and he yeah, didn't play that well. Warriors, but I'm saying, but they did. Staff get, really gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't think they. And you saw, I mean, they got demolished by the the Warriors. Um, but I it, here's the point to me, Rob, and it's not going to focus on Donovan Mitchell. This tells me. Like, Dame, we're going to find out 
if Dame has that quality, make his teammates better. Because if, and I'm presuming he's traded to Miami, all right, if he's not traded to them, we, we may never find out. If he's traded to the Miami Heat, a team that has been to the NBA Finals without him, a team that last year uh, was, was strong, obviously, got to the Finals and lost to the Denver Nuggets, um, a team that had been there before, if he and he handpicked them, said, that's where I want to go. If he goes to them, the Miami Heat, and doesn't I, Rob, the they're getting you to win a championship. Right, nothing else. They've already right. been there twice. They've been they there can twice. They get there without you. Right. So if Dame goes to the Heat, this quote from Richard Jefferson tells me it's championship or bust, not finals or bust. Championship or bust because that's the only step up. They've won three championships as a franchise. They've got Pat Riley there, who we know is only about championships. If he gets there and he can't win a championship with them, then it seems like he doesn't make his teammates better. Because if he makes them better, they'll go to the next step and win that title. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, I, I think when you say make people better, uh, they have a good team. So it's really about he's there to be the missing piece, Chris, more yes. so. Am I right? I, like, that's yep. the way I look at Damian Lillard. Not like the other team, the other guys are pretty good. They just need what? No, no. They need another star. What? what the, the Heat had trouble scoring, Chris. That was their yep. problem. Yep. Let's just be honest. Yep. They need him to come in and be Damian Lillard, not to pass the ball to somebody else. No. Absolutely. That's and what that, they need. That's why they're going for him because that's the missing sauce, the missing ingredient if they want to win a championship. No, nah, and that's a great point. Like, he's not going to go there and be like Draymond Green passing the ball or no. Magic Johnson. Like, so you're right. It's not like, oh, they're all going to elevate. Even LeBron, who, you know, takes a Kyle Korver and a Mike Miller and Shane Battier, and they play huge roles in championship runs and things like that. Um, Dame, when he gets there, Robbie, kind of play your game. Play your game. He is not like a, a, a master distributor. He is a scorer. He can pass. He's a good passer. He can handle, obviously. He's obviously a Hall of Fame point guard. But I agree, it's not going to be, oh, Dame made them so much better because of the way he shared the basketball or got everybody involved. It's going to be... He was the the last piece we needed, and and Dame not Dame made those shots we finally needed in those moments, Chris. That's what it'll be about. Uh, not much else. Absolutely. So yeah, I was I was surprised. Like I said, I've never thought of Dame that way. Not making teammates better. I still don't think of him that way. I think he does make teammates better because he's a very good player. He's an awesome player, and he's not. I don't think he's a selfish player. Now, his game is scoring. Uh, and, and, you know, he's a score first point guard. but And he's a great shooter. But he's not a selfish guy where I, I think guys feel like he's hogging the basketball or, 
you know, he won't share the rock and he doesn't want anybody else to get get theirs or anything like that. So, yeah, I agree. I think he'll fit in uh, if he gets to Miami and we'll see if they're good enough as a team. That will be interesting. If he goes there and they keep Bam out of Bayou and Jimmy Butler, then it'll be interesting to see how strong that team is. Yeah, and if they win or lose, Chris, it will be about him. You know, like like when Russ, uh, Russell Westbrook came to the Lakers. Well, he... Hey, he no, 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 no. I'm just saying, but, but, but it was about him. And I'm, what I'm saying is... AD and LeBron had already won. Right. You know that like so so if if Damian comes to the Heat and they can't get to the conference finals, it'll be about him and it wasn't the right fit. He didn't he didn't play bigger. He's used to he's a small market guy. I'm just saying like those those might be the things where if he doesn't play well. No, that's a good point. Like if they if they're not very good. Right. Or if they Go out in the second round, first round. They don't. It'll look be like about a right. They'll be like we went. We went to the finals without them, and and yep. we, we we went backwards. And we saw that in Dallas with Kyrie. Exactly. Kyrie caught most of the flack, even right. though he played well in the. He played well, right? But the team didn't play well, so they're like, yep. we went to the Western Conference Finals. What and now? And <laughs> now we even yep. make the playoffs. No, no question. And that's the thing. Like staying in Portland, Dame. There was that security blanket, Rob. Like. He was never going to be. No, I, do you blame him that he didn't lead them to a championship? I, I don't. No. I, I, I don't. I don't think anybody looks at Dame now. He's not as great as he is, top seventy-five and all that. He's not that caliber like Durant, LeBron, Embiid, somebody like that. Where he's going to catch heat for not winning the championship. He's not on that level, largely because of his size. Very few, in fact, only two, Rob, small point guards have led teams to championships where they were the undisputed leader right. of the team, and that's Isaiah Thomas and Steph Curry. Um, and so nobody, you know, nobody's knocking Dame in Portland because he hasn't won a championship. But if he, and so if he goes to Miami, Rob, and they do take a step backwards or just can't get over that hump, then yeah, he's he will open himself or have opened himself up to more criticism, to a level of criticism that he's probably never faced before. So that's something that, you know, I'm sure he's thought long and hard about it. If he hasn't, he needs to because he's throwing himself into that uh, limelight by wanting to go to Miami. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and Take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
And our next guest is with DraftKings NFL. He's a college football and NFL analyst. And he's the host of the Gojo podcast. We welcome in none other than Mike Golick Jr. Mike, welcome. What's up, Mike? I appreciate you having me. Been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good to have you on. It's a great time to do it. Um, now that you know we're we're on the cusp of football beginning, let's start with a little college though, and you see what is happening with these teams. You know, leaving the Pac-12, it's in shambles. Um, do what do you see for the future of college football? You you played big time college football at Notre Dame. I mean, I I, I think it's going to become. Whether it's two conferences or four big conferences, I think it's going to begin to take on the look of the NFL and with the playoffs similar eventually. And I actually would welcome that. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I would agree. I think whether it's two conferences, one conference, you know, the, the idea of a super conference, you know, we've seen bantered about over in European soccer is also something that's been whispered about in college football for a long time. And, after seeing how quickly this all happened, because remember, the dominoes started with Texas and Oklahoma left, the Big 12 for the SEC. Then we had USC and UCLA the next summer, and those happened so quietly, and it felt like it took so long for them to happen. All of this happened quickly because these are desperate people right now. Those were people operating from a position of power. Those first four schools, this is desperation. And you realize now, guys, it's a good time to remember, nobody actually runs college football. Like, the NCAA governs the basketball championships, all the other different sports that they have. They sponsor those championships, not college football. They've been doing their own thing for a long time right now. And what happens when you've got no one around to tell anybody no is everyone operates based on two principles, greed and fear. That's what got us mm. to this point, is the almighty dollar and these television contracts ballooning and ballooning and a bunch of teams being afraid of being left on the outside looking in. And so what do you get? You get Colorado that makes that mad dash to the Big 12 and destabilizes the rest of the Pac-12, and then the rest is history. So I don't see any reason that greed and all of that should stop being the M.O. What's to say that the biggest teams in the SEC and the Big Ten are now going to look at the rest of the conference and say, hey, you know what, Ohio State and Michigan, we're kind of sick of carrying Rutgers and Maryland. Why are we letting them hang out and take any of this money from us when we could just tie ourselves together with the other even bigger brands and make this thing more exclusive? And so I think that where it keeps, where it, it's where it keeps trending. And TBD on if that's a good thing or not, I generally tend to say no for the sport because the problem with that is college football is inherently not as good an on-field product as the NFL. They're just right. they're lesser at every position. And so if you lose the pomp and circumstance around the sport and you lose the local flavor around each of these teams and the geography, then I wonder if you start to bite into what made the game as popular as it is. There you go. I'm, that's that's where I'm at. I, I just I think college football, this is just about the almighty dollar and the traditions you're just trampling over, changing things. Mike, that that you you just don't know. And God forbid one of these TV networks one day says, you know what, we don't make enough money off of it. You know what I mean? Like because the fees are so high. And if they ever pull the plug, boy, what a what a situation they'll be in. I think that everything can't be for sale, Mike. I'm just not for that. I love the idea that the Dodgers and the Yankees won't put a uh, an advertiser on the name of their stadium. 
And, and you don't think the Yankees could get a gazillion dollars to rename Yankee Stadium? Everything can't be for sale or for the bigger dollar. So I hate that college football is tearing down traditions. Mike, where are you at? Well, you know, now we've had, what, a, a couple years now of NIL. Uh, how do you think that is affecting the game? Well, I can tell you one thing. It's not affecting the game nearly as much as all of these schools, both in conferences and head coaches doing whatever they want to do. Like, I do hope that the crowd of people, because we hear it all the time, people that come up and say, oh, well, look what the portal's done to this. Look what the combination of the portal and NIL has done to the landscape of college sports. It is a drop in the bucket compared to what television executives and these conference and university presidents have pulled off in the meantime. It's the old gambling PSA. I learned it by watching you. If the kids decided they finally wanted a piece of the pie and wanted to be able to move around, it's because everybody else has been doing it the entire time. So, uh, listen, there's no doubt that NIL and the transfer portal have changed some of the business, especially near the top of college football, right? It's a redistribution of funds. Before – any of that big-time donor money that was coming in was going towards facilities. It was another slide at the Clemson football facility. It was a restaurant inside the Georgia football facility. <laughs> it was all these things you used to have to do back when I was getting recruited to attract talent and say, look at what we can provide you here. Now, more and more of it, it's like it used to be in the NFL. I remember buddies of mine who used to leave college back for the NFL in you know, the mid-2010s or 2013 and say, our facilities are nowhere near as nice as mm. what you have in college. Because in the NFL, they can just give you money. Now, we're seeing that change a little bit because people are using the new stadiums for Super Bowl bids. But in general, it was that idea that, hey, we can just pay you. So why do we need to make you have the nicest cafeteria in the world or the nicest player lounge in the world? Colleges used to have to do that. Now, some of that money is just going to go more towards the actual on-field product and the players, which I enjoy and appreciate. But right now, we're still in the learning period for that. And I think we've got two or three years before everything is going to kind of find equilibrium with the portal, enough cost. Cautionary tales of kids maybe leaping before they look, and enough donors who have gone and shelled out this ungodly amount of money before they've seen any sort of return on what these players are actually going to do for them. Yeah, that's the big thing. You know, it's it's a trial and error. People throwing out this money. At some point, you know, you got to be like, well, we gave this guy two million dollars and we got nothing in return. Uh, we're not doing that again, right? No. Exactly. You you would expect, and listen, to, to be clear, most of the spending that happens around college sports is ego-based. Most of these donors yes. aren't looking for a real ROI. Like People made that mistake early in the NIL because there's two NILs, right? There's the NIL of players that can actually go out and advertise for a company and receive money for that, and that company is looking for X amount of views or engagement or whatever. And then there's the NIL through the collectives that's just, you know, shadow league pay for play that's going on. That one's not really ROI based. A lot of that's ego spending to say, we're going to have the biggest war chest. We're going to do this just the same way it was when it was these people trying to get their names put on a building. So it is ego based spending, but even that will surely have a limit if all of a sudden enough four and five star stud quarterbacks start either flopping or transferring or whatever the recourse is. Let's go to the NFL, and we're with Mike Golick Jr. of DraftKings. Um, who do you, in the AFC at least, obviously the Kings are the uh, Chiefs reign supreme. Who do you see as their biggest challenger in the AFC? I mean, I, I really think part of it could be whoever comes out of the AFC East this year. 
for so long it felt like such a slow transition of power there because we were used to the Patriots running that thing. And now you've got a Buffalo Bills team that we know last year, outside of Josh Allen's uh, elbow injury, was a team that was pretty dominant during the regular season going into that game where DeMar Hamlin unfortunately almost lost his life and that game was canceled. The Buffalo Bills were in line to be the one seed in the AFC had they won that game. And so you're going to be dealing with them. I mean, depending on what happens, if the Jets can get their offensive line issues sorted out there and protect Aaron Rodgers, you've certainly got a stacked defense and a really good core of young offensive skill players there. And then the Cincinnati Bengals, they can all breathe a sigh of relief because Joe Burrow's calf turned out to be just a calf and not an Achilles. They're in the middle of trying to do what the Kansas City Chiefs have done in the last couple of years, which is make use of having one of the four or five best quarterbacks in the NFL and have to start changing out personnel in other areas. Cincinnati's replacing almost all of their defensive secondary this year. That was pretty darn good for Luana Rumo last year. They've gone about replacing their whole offensive line, a lot like Kansas City did two years ago. And if they can get all of that to pay off, not only do they remain in the hunt right now, but they set themselves up to max out their, uh, their ability in the years where the Joe Burrow contract is going to become a factor in how you build the team. So I think it's the usual suspect near the top of the AFC with an outlier of, hey, if Tua stays healthy for Miami, that's a top five roster around him in the NFL. You know, So the AFC East is fascinating this year and could absolutely factor into those handful of teams that are contending at the top. I'm going to just say this. Go ahead, Chris. You got a little... I was going to say, before you go, uh, Mike, uh, I quickly, what are your thoughts on the Trey Lance situation? Uh, this is a guy that, you know, the Niners gave up boatloads of draft picks to get him, um, and now he's fighting for a backup spot with Sam Darnold. Do you think, like, I, he really hasn't, and I'm not, look, Brock Purdy was great last year when he came in, and I I understand and, and tend to agree with them going with Purdy, but we haven't seen a team kind of give up on a, a top three draft pick at quarterback without him getting more of a, of a chance, an opportunity. He only played a few games. Yeah, he's, he's thrown, like, I think less than 150 passes or something like that. Like, what is your thoughts on this situation, and, and how do you think the future is going to look for Trey Lance? Uh, this situation has stunned me, quite honestly, because like you said, he wasn't just a top three pick. He was a top three pick that they gave up three first-round draft picks. Right. Like, there is a ton of capital that was mortgaged in Trey Lance for what I thought the idea was, hey, we know what the floor is with a Kyle Shanahan-coordinated offense. Let's try and find the ceiling with a quarterback with more ability. And to me, there had to be disconnect in the organization somewhere between what, what one group of people wanted versus what another group of people wanted. We heard about all the Mac Jones flirtation in the pre-draft process and the rumors that Kyle Shanahan wanted him because, let's be real, Kyle Shanahan kind of has a kink for agents of average at quarterback. And that's right. not just right. to Brock Birdie, but it used to be the rumor that he wanted Kirk Cousins down there. And if there's anyone who stepped in for Joe Flacco in the line of demarcation on a lead or not, it's probably been Kirk Cousins. So I, I've been surprised by it because usually, to your guys' point, NFL teams that put that kind of capital in, and every player knows this, when you got a one next to your name that high in the draft, you usually get every chance in the world. And Brock Purdy went out there and did his job to make sure that he's going to have a good career in this league by showing out with the opportunity he had. But I didn't realize that that precluded them from having a true competition at quarterback for these guys. So either Trey Lance has been incredibly disappointing behind the scenes for them inside that building, 
or they just really decided, hey, we're so close to winning now, and they got a little scared when things started to look like they might take a step back and said, we'll take the guy who's going to be able to drive the bus here and not have to worry about catching a flat tire along the way for some growth of a young player. All right, Mike, great stuff. That's Mike Golick Jr., DraftKings, NFL, and college football analyst, host of the Go Joe podcast. Great stuff, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. 
When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Rob, let's go back to the NFL and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Mike Golick Jr. mentioned this. They dodged a bullet when their quarterback, Joe Burrow, uh, came up with a calf injury. Sounds like, to me, a grade two. The uh, worst would be grade three, and the lightest would be grade one, which keeps you out two to four weeks. It sounds to me like when we're looking at these timetables, that is probably like a grade two, but obviously that's not an Achilles injury or, or a calf tear or something like that. So, he should be back this season. And his top receiver, Jamar Chase, said, uh, don't rush back, Joe. We got you. Here he is. Do you have any doubt that he'll be there week one? I told him, and with all honesty, I don't want him there. You, you don't want him to play week I, one? Same thing with me and my um, last year. You want year. him week 20. Uh, exactly, exactly. Game. You know what I'm saying? And I set out an extra game just to let my hip all the way heal up. And, you know, you don't want to cause no other problems later on in the season. You know, I told him, as long as you're there after week five and on, you know, we're good, brother. Rob, you agree with that? I cannot. Uh, dis- I disagree with that uh, times 10. Wow. I, I just think it, it worked out last year, Chris, where they won their last eight. And, you know, and, and uh, remember he had the appendix right before the season and all that. And they yep. struggled early on. And then they got caught fire. They were two and three. They started only right. two and then two and three. Yep. But this is a different AFC, Chris. There's a different division that he's in. Really? I, I I just I don't know if you can fall behind the eight ball, Chris, or get off to a one and four start without Joe Burrow and think you're going to uh you know erase it all and, and run the table with the with the likes. We see the AFC East, right? The Jets they won seven games with no quarterback. They got Aaron Rodgers. You got Buffalo. Miami strengthened its team, Chris. In your own division. Are the Browns going to be that bad with Deshaun Watson again? I don't know. How about Baltimore with a wide receiver and a quarterback who's won an MVP who got paid, Chris, and now can just concentrate on football? What about that? The Chargers are going to be good, right? The Chargers, there's so oh, many no. good it's teams. Denver might be better. Sean Denver Mason might be better playoffs. with a better coach. I mean, yeah. look at the AFC. This is not last year's AFC. I'm sorry. I think that that this could they could get buried in the first five weeks. And I'm not saying if he's hurt, Chris, to rush him back. But this talk, like you could just turn it on okay, whenever so you, you are want. Saying he's got to be a hundred percent. He's got to be healthy. I don't I, a lot of football players on 100 percent he's got to be held I'm not saying but but this whole notion that you could just wait five six weeks and then he could show up and put his cape on and win the AFC I, and and I didn't even mention Kansas City so I didn't even mention Kansas City right. in that when I talked about the other six or seven teams so all I'm saying is he's a talented guy I love watching him play I think he has the it factor. It worked out last year, Chris. 
but I'm not convinced that it can work out this year. I do believe that if Joe Burrow misses the first five games of this NFL season, the Cincinnati Bengals will not N-O-T make the playoffs. Wow. Wow. That's a statement. Wow. All right. Um, first of all, I do agree with Chase, with Jamar Chase in that don't rush Joe Burrow back. He's the franchise. As great as Chase is, and he's arguably the best receiver in the league, as great as T. Higgins is and Joe Mixon and that revamped offensive line possibly could be, the defense, which is much improved over the last few years, as good as all that is, the franchise is Joe Burrow. So you don't rush him back. Rob, he's the future not only this year, but period. And so they do, I would err on the side of caution. No matter how long it takes him, I would wait, make sure he is ready to play, and I might even go an extra week before I put him in there. So I agree with Chase on that. You're right in that the AFC is clearly tougher. But let me look at their first five games. Now, they played the Browns first at Cleveland. And look, I think you mentioned Deshaun Watson. I think the Browns are going to be better. I think Kevin Stefanski is a good coach. I think Deshaun Watson, I'm not going to say he's going to get back to Houston, Deshaun. He ain't going right. to be as, as bad all as pro. last year. Right, right. Right. He's going to be much better than that, I would believe. And obviously, they've got a great running back. They got Miles Garrett on the defensive end. So they're tough. And Rob, the Browns have beaten the Bengals eight times in their last 10 meetings, including five of the last six. Uh, Bengals haven't won in Cleveland since 2017. And that's been against Jacoby Brissett. What's and, the spread on uh, that? I want to get – can Baker I get money Mayfield? down tonight? Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> I I, hey, Cleveland trounced them last year. And so that – I think that's an L, especially without Burrow. They got the Ravens the next game. I think that's an L. Ravens going to be better, I think, this year with a new offense – with better receivers, as you mentioned, Lamar is his mind is clear because he's got his contract, and they remember what Cincinnati did to him last year in the playoffs. Remember, Ravens almost beat them with Tyler Huntley, and it was that fumble and return for a touchdown that cost them. So that's right. I think they start zero two. We know that's dangerous. They got the Rams. Chris, next. they get them the tight. Hold on. Bottom line is, okay, go ahead. I'm just gonna say this real quick. You know teams that start 0-2 almost never make the playoffs. It's, That's why I, I wrote them off last year. It was minuscule, right, right. It very, and, very and they seldom. They came back and made it. But they got the Rams, Titans, Cardinals are their next three games. So let's say he was out five. They got to go two and three in that, at least. They have to go two and three. You mentioned one and four. One and four might be a death knell. Because they've got the, the Seahawks, who are pretty good, the Niners, the Bills, the Ravens again. The, I mean, they're in a tough division. Right. But outside the division, they got those teams I mentioned, the Jaguars, the Vikings, who are no slouch, the Chiefs. So I'm not going to go as far as you and say they won't make the playoffs because I think they can go two and three in their first five, and that'll, I think, give them a shot, a good shot. I would think they will make it. 
But one and four, if they start one and four, I think they're in trouble even with well, Burrow coming back. Right, and that's the thing. I'm just saying if they were to not have him for the first five weeks. I, Chris, I can't name you the backup quarterback. And Trevor I, I, Simeon. Who's, thank you. you know, okay. Not much. I'd rather have Marcus Simeon on the Rangers, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's a tall order. And, and not just for, Chris, the division's tougher and, and, the, and the whole conference Vision is tougher. Division is no joke. Right. There's not an just, easy game. I mean, that division always is tough. But, Rob, you saw the, the, Bing, the uh, Browns, who haven't been anything to shout about the last several years, that last several decades. They've owned the Bengals. Joe Burrow's one in four against the, the Browns. That's crazy, right? Yeah. And they've been the worst team in the division. So, And the Steelers, just because of Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett, we'll see if he improves this year. But they, you know, defensively, if they're healthy, they're going to be stingy. So you're you're saying if he's out the first five weeks. If he's, yeah, I just think that if they get off to that kind of start, uh, if, if, the, if he's coming back, Chris, playing his first game in week five or six, and they're one and three or one and four, depending, I just don't see how they're going to be able to do it in that conference with the teams they'd still have to play. Uh, I just, I, I just think they would be behind the eight ball, and they did it last year. And some teams who start zero and two, they do make the playoffs, and they're one of them. You can't and the keep seventeen playing. games helps, you know. Yeah, you more can't, games. you can't keep playing going down that road, though, Chris. You'll get burnt, is what I'm saying. Well, and the thing was, remember why they got off to that slow start? They were zero and two last year, two and three was because Burrow really never, you know, it took him a while to get reacclimated to the offense or really his teammates, and for them to get that rhythm that they had had the year before when they went to the Super Bowl. And so they started poorly, and they did have this huge run, played great, and made it to the playoffs and, and obviously to the AFC Championship game and lost to the Chiefs. But, yeah, look, they this is, this is a, a tough situation. You agree, though, you can't. Rushing back, like Rob, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to have him play. Percent, I'm not playing him because I, I just can't. There's no way I can put them at risk for a worse injury. You know, with a calf, it can lead to an Achilles. Yeah, I get I think that, you but get Chris, that thing right? I, I, I get it. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, if they think they they can just, I'm saying the the danger is you the fall attitude, into a big right? hole. As I, I understand, I'm not saying. Put him out there week one, he's not ready to play. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying if he doesn't play, they're not making – if he misses the first five weeks, they will not make the playoffs. Wow. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of MagicalNegroesFilm.com to get tickets now. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. 